All right, the first thing I want to call out this week as Buffalo's premier podcast of the royal British royal family. This is well established. This is canon. By the the way. Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Congrats for being around, hanging around this long. Yes, Queen. Right. That's almost as long as Diane Feinstein. <laughs> as I like to say, slay Queen. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Slay. Now, um, would you would you say that the royal family are are, are um, turnaround specialists in a manner of speaking? You got you to gotta explain what a turnaround specialist is. Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Harry Wilson, our boy Harry Wilson, who's running for uh, governor of New York State, claims he's, uh, in his new ads, he's a turnaround specialist. And I'm wondering what that is. I just think of, like, he's, he's more of, like, a, a slowly I turn, like, the vaudeville gag about Niagara Falls. Oh. Or, like, the Three Stooges or whatever it was. I was thinking it was, it was like, a Zoolander thing. Oh. <laughs> a, tur- a turnaround specialist. Right. He's an Ambi Turner. Oh, that's good. I was thinking more of like, um, you know, like a Mike Ehrmantraut, like a fixer. <laughs> you know, he gets rid of the bodies. Is that right? You think that's him? I think that he's I, one of those guys. He might be one of those guys. Well, hence the royal family reference. Oh, they've mm-hmm. surely gotten rid of plenty of bodies. Queen mm-hmm. Elizabeth herself right. has probably gotten rid of plenty of bodies. Have you, have you seen around, the cast on those hands that, that she has? She's dug plenty of, of shallow graves. I'm all about... Uh, turnover specialists like Allison in, from the Bread Hive, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Oh, you know, she good, brought us a good turnover. She brought us some snacks, right? Oh, and I, oh, I missed it. You I missed the snacks. snacks. Yeah. yeah, I have been going keto anyway, so I guess it's for the best. Well, there, 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 there was a bacon dip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's cool. I guess I'm just, you know, shove the knife deeper in, I yeah, guess. Right? <laughs> Turn that around. Yeah. <laughs> And welcome back to The Square. I'm your host, uh, Ree, along with... Uh, Diamond Jim. Uh, Diamond Snake. Diamond Snake. I'll, I'll be Diamond Ree today, too. Sure. We're hanging out in the uh, in the old snake pit. It's just the boys, the trio, mm-hmm. the OGs, uh, even though we were happy to have, of course, Bread Hive uh, Allison with us last week, along with uh, Matt Deering. So if you haven't listened to those episodes... As always, go back and listen to them after this. What are you doing? Listen to the new thing. Boys, uh, you know. World keeps turning. World keeps turning. Things Pro- keep happening. Proud Mary keeps on uh, burning. Mm-hmm. I still am, I'm still lispy. Um, turn, turn, turning around. My, yes, my face is turning around. Um, my, my big gap in my teeth is, is opening and, and turning in a Jeez. way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll get better someday. And I, I, uh, you know, I'm feeling a little bit better talking on the mic. Hey, listen, we're here for you, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my support network of, of mm-hmm. listeners. So, again, if uh, standard caveat applies, if, uh, if I sound a little lispy and that bothers you, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you got to own it. You gotta, you gotta own it, Mike Tyson. St- well, not like that. Maybe you know, know what I mean. I should. What if I started talking like Mike Tyson said? Oh, sorry, it's a surgery thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I talk like these. I can't even do it. It like hurts my face. Um, but no, we're here because we love you and we love to podcast. And frankly, we are so vain that we think our opinions need to be heard. Um, but but we've got some piping hot news of the week here. We'll keep it light and tight uh, for the people. And for the people, guys, how about that pride parade? Yeah. Yeah. First one in how many years? 
couple of years. A couple of years. So I was there. I was I was in attendance. I was with the uh, the fine folks at Nickel City Athletics, of course, friends friends of the pod, my friends, and uh, I was down there, you know, repping. Um, I was at uh, other friend Corey Davis or Corey D, whatever. Yeah, he he's not anonymous. He whatever. He's just a very chill dude. But he has bachelor party. So I went from Ellicottville and his bachelor party. To the Pride Parade. So I went like zero to 60. I went, you know, I came back in flannel and, you know, whatever. I was kind of like broed out. And, and the next thing I know, I had uh, a tie-dye tank top and a bunch of glitter on me. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. And there's some excellent photos of me. You could have kept the flannel on and just gone butch. I, I could have. Yeah. You know, I, I could have. Um, I decided to, to go for the tie-dye and, and the sparkles. So, yeah. Pride, no, Pride Parade was fucking awesome, especially in a time like this. Do you have a report on the personalities present? You got you got anyone notable there? Oh, in fact, uh, Jim, this might be of interest. Uh, you know, a Fillmore Council member, um, Mitch Nowakowski, was was in attendance and he was marching, and he had a big flag that he was uh, that his entourage was carrying, and and somebody was like hiding, <laughs> almost behind that flag. I couldn't quite tell. Who is who's behind that flag, Jim? You see who this was? I didn't. I did not. I I, I was sick on Sunday, so I, uh, I didn't see any of this. Was was it someone doing the Scooby Doo creep walk? Yeah, somebody. Yeah. yeah, somebody who you know clearly wanted to get credit for being there, but didn't really want to be seen there or engaged with in any way. Oh, oh, you know, I remember now. Byron Brown. Oh, <laughs> oh, it was Byron Brown who was part of Mitch's entourage, who you know just did not want. To even remotely be engaged with on the day, so shout out to you, Byron Brown, for uh, celebrating Pride and and being amongst people in the most craven and cowardly way possible. <laughs> so yeah, now Pride Parade was lit, and especially a year like this one, um, you know, we're still in Pride Month, so um, uh, happy to support it, happy to be part of it, and happy to have a good time. I just want to pump our pink tank tops or buffalo red yeah. tank tank tops that. Uh, friend of the pod, uh, Adam Bojack wore evidently to the to the Pride Parade. Yeah. It is a perfect, perfect look for Pride Month. Yep. It is awesome. It's a perfect look for any month, and especially the summer months. Yeah. But June being Pride Month, probably the best summer month. Not that we're trying to cash in on the mm-hmm. whole thing, but we will gladly cash in. <laughs> but yeah, but if you want to buy a couple of these and get them, because uh, I'll be at uh, Jamestown Pride this Saturday, I have, yeah. to go for, I have to go for work. But it's only it's the second ever Pride down in Chautauqua County. Are you be, are you going to be going dressed as Lucy, uh, th- as the Lucy statue? Yeah, <laughs> the fucked up one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah the the original statue, not the fixed statue. <laughs> So that's and if I don't have enough time, I'll just go as the original Christian uh, Ronaldo's statue. Statue sounds good. That does sound good. Also support us. So yeah, go <clears throat> go to the the twitters and the wherever wherever we we post stuff. Um, we have the link to our our store. So buy some hot square pod merch. Uh, maybe someday soon we'll we'll brainstorm some more sweet merch for you. Um, and uh, you know, also, if you'd like to support us, if you want to be part of the community with us, join our Discord, Square Podcast Discord. It's always cracking. You want to know? You really want to be up with what's going on in the area? You want to know stuff about stuff? You pop into the Discord with all the just really awesome gals and guys who, and, and everybody else who who loves to post on there. Um, can't get enough of it. I can't get enough of it. And the Patreon, give us money. Patreon, Square Podcast. If you want, if you can. No, do it. Do it. What All else right. you got going on? It's like the price of a, a coffee. It's a, it's one gallon of gas now. 
you you give us your five dollars it's like you're paying for us you're giving us the gas mm-hmm. okay so we got the gas baby so give us the money mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll gas you up jim speaking of gas yep. speaking of hot fire yep we've got some some movement and what is that? What is that district? What number is it? Uh, twenty-three. Twenty-three. NY twenty-three. The number twenty-three. The Mike, the Jordan district. Oh man, what was that movie with uh, Jim Carrey? It was the number twenty-three, right? Uh, the the mask. Yes, it was the mask. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> Somebody stop him! Somebody stop him! Smoking. <laughs> well, Chris Jacobs is smoking. <laughs> he he got lit on fire pretty quickly by. The Republicans, and especially the conservative party in uh, New York state, uh, you know, the Republicans like turned on him immediately. It was evident as soon as he had that press conference where he was like, I might vote for some gun control issues. Uh, Republicans on social media went ballistic. Uh, but like the conservative party leaders were like, uh, it's totally unacceptable. Was I think Ralph Larigo said something to the effect and uh, that it was just totally unacceptable that he would say something like that, that he would even consider the idea of banning ar-15s i i have a conspiracy theory on this i think this was the moment that chris jacobs wanted to use as his out i think this was his uh, this is his pull the rip cord yeah okay he wanted listen he is probably something inside him that believes in that though right oh, oh for sure but what i'm saying is there's a lot inside him that doesn't believe a lot of the you know, Trump bullshit that he's had to spew for the past five years or whatever it is. And I think he was sick of it. I think he was done with it. And so he knew saying this would be the end of his, effectively the end of his political career. Yeah, but it's, it's only been like two years because when he was in the state Senate, they just ignored him and let him do whatever he wanted because he had a tight district. Um, it's only because since he took over the congressional seat two years ago that like, they, and, and yeah, he said some crazy things, but he's also taken crazy votes. I mean, he did. He voted against certifying the election. Like he could have, he could have said something crazy and then made, took the correct vote anyways. You know, I, it, I like to point out that people don't pay attention to the votes you take. It's true. So you know, he he could have said and pandered to like the crazies and then taken the vote anyways. But although in that district, I mean, you could argue that. It could have effectively been political suicide for him not making that vote at that point with how conservative that district is anyway. But whatever. You're right. Like, I think there, he has taken some crazy votes, done some crazy things. But truthfully, I think he just wants to be Mr. Bourgeois, you know, uh, ha- hang out at parties again. And, and this gives him a chance to be lionized as the Republican who who stood up against the establishment, sort of. Right, I mean, it's, I do think, like, I, I think he was like, well, you know, Western New York parties are kind of fun, but wouldn't it be fun to hang out at, like, D.C. parties? And then he realized that, like, wait a second, all the people that I want to hang out with in D.C. won't talk to me because I, I'm associated with these cretins. So I have to go hang out at, like, you know, the the sex parties that uh, Matt Gates has been talking about. The gross and, Madison Cawthorn parties. Hey, right. Long term, do you think he's got a plan to run for governor and this helps him? Maybe. I, I, you know, I, I think that like it, especially if the theory that like this was the ripcord, I think he's just done with with elected office and and like why would he care? He makes so much money anyways, right? And he doesn't need this for his legacy, really. I mean, you know, he, this will always the Trump votes will always be a stain on his uh, record 
per se, but also like his stance on gun control. I know how it goes with these rich dipshits. They're going to be lionized for things that are inconsequential and don't matter. His family's name is all over literally every building in Buffalo. So Mm -hmm. he'll be fine. His legacy's fine. He got to say that he was a congressman. Right. Basically, basically that's it. Like he gets to say that, yes, I was a member of Congress for a while. um, And would you please rent my building downtown so that I can make millions of dollars doing nothing. This is like the modern day version of like noblesse oblige where, you know, instead of giving away millions and billions of dollars, it's just like, all right, well, I'll, I'll be in Congress for a while. Right. He really hoped that this would be more like House of Lords than House of Cards. <laughs> yeah. Talk about a profile in courage. <laughs> but speaking of profiles and courage, though, Jim, you know, I, I can't wait for, um, I don't know, let's say like the 2050 edition to come out. And um, I can't wait for, for when they get to their chapter on, on Carl Palladino. I, I, you know, Carl, still mad as hell. So mad, in fact, that, well, he decided I'm going to run for Congress. How do you say, stay mad for that long and not be on, like, blood pressure medicate? Maybe he is. I, it's, I, I feel like he'd have a heart attack or two. Maybe, maybe it's like the, uh, the first Avengers movie, and he's uh, Bruce Banner. Oh. And they're like, I think it's time for you to get mad. And he's like, well, that's my secret. I'm always mad. <laughs> is that right? Right. So I don't know who is Black Widow. Who's the, the sun's getting real low, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, I don't know. So, yeah, Marjorie so, Taylor Greene. I don't right, know. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> Uh, it's at least Stefanik. <laughs> oh, uh, um, oh, speaking of. Right. So, yeah, so Carl announced that he's he's going to run for Congress in the New York 23rd. Um, and, and Stefanik, like, endorsed him immediately. Uh, but then a challenger arose. Somebody else entered the chat. Who could it be? Oh, it's. Believe st- it or not, <laughs> it's Langworthy. <laughs> State. Chairman Nick Langworthy also interested in running for the Senate seat. Now he's he's already gotten the backing of the conservatives, and he doesn't have to do petitions because the New York Republicans like just selected him as their candidate. So um, so the fine Republican Party of, of New York State, which already had he was the chairman of that party, has decided that you know James Gandolfini from the Wish app <laughs> w- is their choice to to lead them in the twenty the third. Well, and speaking of of pulling the cord. That Langworthy, I think, is you know seeing that, you know, no matter how much Harry Wilson turns around, that him or Legend of Zelda or, uh, God forbid, Andrew Giuliani, like whoever ends up winning that Republican primary, is not going to win the governor's race anyways. And even with the special master coming in redistricting and doing them a bunch of favors, they're not taking back the state senate or state assembly. So he'll his tenure as state Republican chair will result in them accomplishing basically nothing. L, L, L. So why not just become a member of Congress? Uh, so like this is like so there's a couple of things that I, I, I've been talking about. First of all, Carl posted on Facebook and sent out an email that like the Uvalde and the Buffalo shootings were false flags. Carl can't stop po- a true poster right he is like you know we think of our true posters as like twitter people no carl is the poster's poster of facebook right it's a it, he is he is your aunt karen out there on facebook just posting whatever comes to him and so initially he said when he got called on it 
He said, no, I didn't do that. I don't know how to get on Facebook. I don't post. I don't post. I don't even know. <laughs> the true poster, I don't post. Right. I don't even know how to get on Facebook. My assistant does our posting only when I told her to post things. Right. And then immediately flipped and like, oh, yeah, I did that. And said, no, 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 I, I take it back. When, he, he didn't, like, immediately, some, once somebody pointed out, like, well, you also emailed the exact same thing to people. And he was like, oh, well, I did post it on Facebook. I just didn't read it before I posted it. Awesome. awesome. So it's, he, he thought it was like a cheat code to, like, Candy Crush. And it turned out to be accusing, like, the CIA of brainwashing the Uvalde shooter. Well, and it wasn't even like he, like, shared the article. It was copy and paste the text. Yeah. Amazing, dude. He's so, he's so awesome. I fucking love Carl. So, but like, so that it's happened, so uh, and I posted on Twitter. I was like, I honestly don't know if Langworthy denounces this or comes up with his own crazier conspiracy theory as a response, because I'm not sure which is better for the district. And it turns out I don't think Langworthy knows either, because it's been two days and he hasn't said anything about it. Not touching it with a ten foot pole, right? Because like. Like, he doesn't want to say, yeah, Carl's right, it's a false flag thing, because he'll get torn apart in the papers. But he doesn't want to say, no, it's not, because he wants to appeal to those crazies. Yeah, I mean, look, Langworthy is a lot of things, but he, I I would say he he probably has a similar politics to to Chris Jacobs, maybe not as bourgeois, just because he's not as, as rich as Chris Jacobs, who the fuck is. Um, but you know, he can't be out there as the same level-headed guy. Like that's going to lose, right? It's, that's going to lose. I, Fuck I, that. And you know what? I, here's my thing. Like I thought if you would ask me like five years ago, I thought, oh, well, I don't think that Langworthy believes all the stuff he's saying, but you know what? You hang out with, you know, the crazies and, you know, and you, and you become buddy, buddy with people like Stefan Mahailu who are saying this stuff all the time. And, you know, Dave DiPietro and, and, you know, Russ Thompson and um, the Orticellis and that stuff. Like, you know what? I, th- I think he does believe it now. Maybe maybe it's just, you know, he said it so much that he's convinced himself. But I do think he is on, on the crazy side. Is this a bit of, de- of a demotion for Nick Langworthy, to be honest? With well, like, is this like, uh... well, that's the other thing is like, you know, because I, I brought this up in the Discord. I was like, would, would you want a couple of terms of Carl or like 40 years of Nick Langworthy? Like, initially... It probably is a little bit of a demotion for Nick Langworthy, but he's in like his mid thirties. Jesus Christ! No way! Yeah! Holy fucking shit, dude! So, oh my god! Maybe, maybe, oh my maybe, god, maybe at most like thirty-seven. Oh my god! So he could be in Congress for like forty years. Holy fucking oh boy. shit! Oh my god! That's. That's so funny to me for a variety of reasons. I, I won't, some of which I won't say out loud on a recorded medium. But holy fucking shit! Uh, but maybe I, maybe I, he, he might be like forty. Whatever. He's, he's, I know he, I know he's definitely younger than I am, and I think he's like three or four years younger than I am. Well, it does. It's not looking good, folks. Let's put it that way. Right. We might not get forty years Langworthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not looking good. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, you're right. This could be the 41, 41. Okay. This could be the kickstart to a, a long and, you know, fruitful. Right. He, he, could, he could be New York's Chuck Grassley. Oh, yeah, he sure could. Um, you know, I mean, or at least like 25 years, something like that. 
that that gets him up. I mean, because he he did work for Tom Reynolds in Congress, so he's got years in the federal retirement system, anyways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think Langworthy is. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to put a pin on him. You know, it's hard to get your get your read on Nick Langworthy as like a political figure. Which, hey, maybe that would be the thing that helps him stick around for a while but you know what you're getting with carl baby you know <laughs> you know what you're getting with carl now how long we have carl i don't know is carl gonna actually follow through i don't know right i mean he went to all the trouble of doing the petitions and all that carl just does shit like this even well, well you, here's the thing is like so he announced uh, this past sunday on like social media that he doesn't use he does not oppose but he's like that he already had like 40,000 signatures and he was all set to qualify. But he also sent out a text message to people this week that he's having a petition party this week to get signatures. So who the fuck knows what's going on with him? Like, like, you know, you know what you're getting with Carlos that it's just going to be an totally insane ride the entire time. It's like hopping on like a roller coaster, but you're like, I don't need the safety bar. No, thanks. Uh, so yeah, like he's uh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get. I already have forty thousand signatures, and then like you know, you have to have like specific people sign these petitions to get on like the Republican line in New York State. And he's just like mass texting anyone saying, "Come here and sign my petition so I get on." Uh, obviously, the assumption being that like if he turns in like a hundred thousand signatures, there's just too many for like Langworthy to go through to get him disqualified. It's, it's just too an onerous a task. Yeah. I mean, and again, we haven't really established residency yet, by the way, we don't Carl Palladino famously lives in South Buffalo. All right. it's on Potter's road. I'm not telling tales outside of school. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows everybody in South Buffalo anyway. Um, but Carl is in South Buffalo. I'm not doxing him. I promise. Um, I'm sure he has properties in that district. Uh, but I don't know. It just seemed very random for him to announce to run in that district. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it, so you you only have to live somewhere in New York State to run for a congressional seat anywhere in New York State. Oh, you don't have oh. to live in the district. You could. I mean, this is that's how Chris Jacobs was able to run that's for the district. Right. He that's was right. he was living in in the city of Buffalo and then moved to like I don't know his house in Orchard Park or some bullshit that he owned. Um, so. Um, you don't have to necessarily live in the district when you run in it. Uh, I think Carl might actually live in the 23rd right now, the way it's redrawn. Mm. Um, I think it, it is drawn that way that he might be in that district. I don't know. Langworthy uh, lives in Amherst, uh, which I only know because his wife ran for Amherst Town Council like two years ago. Mm. Um, so I don't know if he's in the district. I, I haven't looked at the map that close. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean... They might both end up living in the district anyways. It's going to be very interesting to see like these two run head to head uh, and see who's running their campaign. I've heard that Chris Grant is probably running the Langworthy side. Uh, I'd be shocked if Mike Caputo wasn't involved on the Paladino side. Well, that's going to be a contest. They're going to duke it out. They're going to be fighting for second place, Jim, because there's only one person who could win the 23rd district there's only one man whose destiny has been foretold (laughs) sisyphus pushing that rock up the hill and finally he's gonna go to the top 
I'm talking about Nawaz. It's Nate McMurray. Oh, By God, go. it's Nate McMurray's music. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? That's the hoaxer. Oh, no, oh, right. We can't, that's right. No, no, yeah. we can't. We can't oh, step on his bit. Streams. <laughs> we can't step on his bit. We can no. give. We can give Nate his own. Here, we, we give him the Jim Ross. By God. It, if Langworthy has a conservative line and loses a Republican primary to Paladino and Paladino's a Republican line, at best, Nate finishes third. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jim. You got to believe. You got to It's like, it's like, it's I, like do, I do believe what I just said at best. <laughs> it's like it's like Goku with the spirit bomb. You know, he's like he tried to he tried to throw it like so many times and he failed. But he just needs us to <laughs> lift our hands and give give him our energy. Nate, I'm I'm my hands are up. I'm giving I'm giving you my energy, Nate. It's it's coming. I I I've been Nate pilled. I'm fully Nate pilled. Let's go. We're beyond irony now. I, I talk to Buffalo Troll about this all the time. Let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. Nate, and if you're listening, and I know you are, listen to me. Listen to me. We've we've mocked you on the show. We've teased you. We've belittled you. We've degraded you. But brother, the Square Podcast is here to lift you up. That's right. We we want we want to uplift you. We want Nate. You got to run, Jim. Come on. I mean, come on. He's got to run. But it, the thing is, like, it it doesn't really overlap at all with the districts he's running in the past. So like it's it's a whole new bunch of people who won't vote for him. He's got to introduce himself to. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I guess we'll see if he's running. If I see him in Jamestown this weekend at Pride. Oh, come on, Nate! You, you got it. You got to go to well. You got to go to Pride. I mean, that's that's fun if you live near there. And also, like, dude, this is your chance. Right? Maybe he'll be. Uh, I think the the Jamestown Tarp Skunks, their minor league baseball team, <laughs> tarp are playing this weekend. If Nate throws out the first pitch, well, we know he's running. Dude, wouldn't that be the most epic election? Carl Palladino versus Nate McMurray. I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that my heart can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god! I would lose my mind. This this show. Listen, the content listeners would be just absolutely top tier uncut unfiltered content i promise i promise you should all be rooting for this too you know if you're if you're a true nate head hey right there with you i'm i'm one now too myself if you're somebody who just loves chaos okay you know this is like uh, this is like the asteroid you're rooting for you're rooting for the meteor to hit uh the local news um if you're you know somebody who just by God wants to see the little guy finally take one. Maybe just maybe <laughs> Lucy, might, Lucy's not going to pull the football away this time. <laughs> I, I, here's what, if, if it is Palladino running against Nate for a congressional seat, I also hope that in the primary this month for the Republican side, Andrew Giuliani beats Zeldin because Zeldin has a conservative line so that we have Andrew Giuliani campaigning in like, Allegheny County with Carl Palladino as they like roll up to the Cuba cheese shop. <laughs> so help, help me out here, Jim. Is it, is it possible for all three of them to be in a race against each other? Who Carl? The, yeah. Cause you mentioned earlier, if there was the three of them, Nate would be in third. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, all three of them could be in a race. It's my understanding that, that Langworthy has shored up the conservative line for that district. 
He has a conservative endorsement. Carl can't run petitions for the on the conservative line. He's a registered Republican. So unless somebody else runs and beats Langworthy on the conservative line, at which point it'd be a different three way race. Uh, you know, which look. This is like an ECW old school three way dance. Carl Langworthy, Nate. Like, I mean, it in most cases, if you had Carl on like the Republican line versus Langworthy on the conservative line, a generic Dem in that district, even though it's like plus twenty three Republican, might have a chance of squeaking through and being a one term congressman because they certainly would not let that happen a second time. But getting two years in. Might be a, that might happen. I don't think Nate is the person that that happens with. They're like maybe like like the mayor of Jamestown is a Democrat. Like so, if like the mayor of Jamestown ran uh, the Democratic line, they already have like a built-in base and people know them down there. That's the problem. Like is because the district is a totally different district. If it was like the current Chris Jacobs district where Nate ran twice, I'd be like, you know what? Maybe this happens. Like let's let's see it. Let's see it. Let's go for it. But like nobody in fucking Livingston County knows who Nate McMurray is and they don't care to find out. Now, how many of those people that donated to the I Love Nate uh, GoFundMe were from Livingston County? You don't know. I don't know. It could be like half the population of Livingston County loves <laughs> Nate. Okay. Right. Let's, let's, I, do all those cows have access to a GoFundMe? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Nate, Nate doing real well in the Holstein community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I hope he likes his milk. <laughs> well, we, we should only be so lucky to uh, to have this this outcome. It'll, it'll probably, you know, be like Rick Dipshit from wherever. But who runs as a Democrat? Right. Maybe, uh, it, it might maybe. be by the time we record next week, like Carl could decide to drop out. And then we just have boring Langworthy running. That sucks. That, that would be the worst outcome. Yeah. You know what? Even Carl winning would be, I mean, that might even be the funnier outcome. But Nate, Nate McMurray, like, running, and I, I'm hope against hope somehow winning would be, like, blessed. Hashtag blessed. But Carl winning would be, like, just to have, like, a congressman who shares, like, horse porn. Um, right. <laughs> right, because we, we always wanted Lauren Boebert to represent New York State at some part, part but instead we had to get Carl, and so... Yeah, but Carl's like the OG of that right. class. Like uh, the rest of them, you know, are like in on the joke. Uh, Carl, I don't know. He definitely is not because he's been this way since he ran for governor in 2010. <laughs> and like uh, he's like he's like the Ur Dragon. Like he flaps his like his flobby Sith Lord arms, and like all these other insane Republicans fall out of the sky. Well, we will. Uh, we certainly know the outcome that that we at the Square Podcast want. Um, so, listeners, hopefully, you know, like I said, give Nate your energy, will it into existence, will it into being. Uh, last bit of news: we're going to keep it, like I said, pretty uh, light and tight this week. Uh, you know, want to keep it lean, mean, and um, one last thing we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about is uh, the unfortunate uh, incident at the Compass Care location um it was a, a firebombing of some kind yeah i think the police are still investigating it uh for those not in the know compass care is a abort they build themselves i think as an abortion education provider um notably they're not an abortion provider in fact uh part of their ruse for be- lack of a better 
word is that they will advertise that, you know, for women who are seeking more information about abortion uh, to come in and, and talk. And it ends up being much like, you know, when maybe you get suckered into going to, you know, how they, like in the old movies or whatever, a timeshare right. where you'd be stuck there for three hours listening to it before you get something. Um, not actually an abortion provider is my terrible analogy. Um, they, you know, are, are often, not often, I think they're almost exclusively pro-life. Um, Compass Care notably sued the state of New York. They sued Andrew Cuomo a few years back um, when the state of New York pushed to, um, as part of like your workers' rights, you know, how you see in a break room. Mm-hmm that you have a right to an abortion. Uh, Compass Care successfully sued Andrew Cuomo in the state of New York, saying that violated free speech rights for people to know about um, access to abortion. So this is the caliber of people uh, that you're dealing with, with Compass Care. And yet, um, a group uh, billing themselves as part of the uh, Jane's Revenge, mm-hmm. uh, which was a, an off, offshoot or inspired by i don't really know if there's any actual connection to the jane collective which is a you know radical pro choice group um, in the wake of potentially this hasn't happened yet of course but in the wake of potentially roe versus wade being overturned by the supreme court um has uh, there, there was another act uh, uh another bombing or something in wisconsin recently similar profile that was claimed by the jane collective so jane's revenge is the group in, in this case um, I, I bring this up not to go too, too long on this issue. Um, just to say, you know, it, it's, it's messy. Um, I, I do not condone the acts of violence. Let's start there. I, I think that, uh, you know, there was, there was nobody in the building at the time and yet, um, it was destruction of property and, and people could have been killed in this attack. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't condone acts of violence, but, uh, I will say that the, uh, the owner of Compass Care uh, showed what kind of shithead he is in the response to this by comparing uh, this attack to Crystal Knock, uh, which I mean, such an insane compare. Like clearly, a lack of understanding. It's you know, uh, a, a, any Christian, any uh, yeah, Christian, white Christian, especially in the United States, who wants to compare themselves to like Jews under Nazi Germany, are like the the. Low, total lack of mental capacity to make that analogy is, is so crazy to me. Uh, you know, obviously, like, first of all, you know, Kristallnacht was executed by those in power, the government, over a minority or, uh, group in their country, as opposed to Christians who are the majority in this country, and this was a, like, a group without power. That's explicitly why they are, you know, uh, supposedly making these attacks is because that not only do they not have government power right now, but we're expecting that Roe, which is favored by the majority of Americans, is going to be overturned because of minority rule. Yeah. Minority rule that the owner of Compass Care is part of, and he wants to compare it to you know, like a state-sponsored violence against a minority group. How fucking insane! Like, I don't, like, like don't bomb his place, but if you see him, like, punch him in the dick. Like, that's fine. Parody. <laughs> Parody. Just because we don't want, you know, anybody to think that we would actually advocate actionable violence. Um, Normally, we are the dick punching podcast. But right. Metaphorically dick punch Meta- him. Metaphorically. Dick punch him with his own logic. Yep. Um, no, sincerely, I 
right. I mean, that's absolutely outrageous thing to say. Like, fucking stupid is all hell. Um, it does. You know, the thing is with with the state, with with the the Supreme Court, with Congress failing to act. Um, it does feel like I think I think, um, I think uh, our, our friend uh, Uncle Murray in Discord mm-hmm. I think uh, said it that it does feel like we're returning to a time of violence of political violence um, where people no longer feel as though their rights can be expressed in um, like there's no expression there's no there's no representation for what they're feeling because you're right, Jim, the majority of the country favors abortion rights. And yet here we are on the, the precipice of what was a siege warfare, frankly, uh, against abortion rights for the past 30, 40 years, ever since pretty much Roe was codified um, in Supreme court law. And it's just like, it's a feeling of helplessness. It's a feeling of, you know, what is, what is our political system for? Um, I, again, I'm not, I'm not going to, I don't condone violence. I, I'm a very, I like to think of myself as a not violent person, not a passive person, just a not violent person. I don't root for death. I don't root for destruction. Um, that's just not who I am. Well, the problem was though, it wasn't codified, right? Well, right. It wasn't codified, um, just to clear in the up. law. It was codified by, it wasn't codified as like a law, uh, in, in Congress, right. but the Supreme court did rule on yep. it. It was case law. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I, I'm not, I'm not one to condone these acts, but at the same time, if you don't understand why they happen, uh, you fail to recognize that more is going to come on the horizon. And I think that's where things might be leading. Um, I hope not. Well, I mean, especially because, you know, like, look, uh, you know, from the leaked opinion on Roe, the, the majority said that, you know, like, well, we're approaching this from, you know, the privacy aspect. And they're like, well, that was also the same reasoning behind Obergefell and like and you know as soon as like the the these the conservative the far right seem to like oh we're gonna get to overturn row and people are like we're worried that they're coming after like same-sex marriage and like we, we are mm-hmm. of course we're absolutely doing that we're we are coming after that and you know and you know look it was also the same rationale that legalized like interracial marriage you know, like, and all these things are like potentially like suddenly on the table, I guess. And right, and again, I, I mean, this is this is one ice. Well, it's actually not isolated because again, there was similar active violence in Wisconsin, so there is a pattern. But this is just one act. But this could be the precursor to a lot of other things, and I think they go hand in hand with people's um, rights slowly being eroded, if not completely taken away um i and and for whatever it's worth too i think you will also see acts of violence not just at uh you know not just at the the compass cares of the world i think you could also see retaliations at you know actual abortion providers i it's it's a spiral of pain and death and um destruction that frankly falls on the hands of the federal government falls directly at the feet of Congress for being too cowardly to actually codify Roe falls at the Supreme court um, for, you know, even letting this leak for even considering uh, repealing Roe versus Wade. It, it, it falls directly on our leaders. And yet there's going to be a lot of people and a lot of property. And I, I know property is nowhere near 
the livelihood of people, yeah. but it's still whatever. Uh, unfortunately, we're in the shit with no one in sight because not not only the Roe thing and abortion, but nothing's getting done that people want in this country anymore. Absolutely fucking nothing. That's that's good. That helps the the regular person. Well, and 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 look, you do have one side of the discourse. I thought the far right, where like you know, it, uh, you know, the, you know. Rittenhouse, you know, kills people, self-defense or whatever, and they cheer him on and say, yeah, that's great. Yeah. You know? So, like, we are, we're like, we're on the left. It's a terrible double standard. Yeah, we're on the left. And we're like, you know, we're, we do not condone violence. Like, you know, please don't bomb people. Don't kill people. And on the right, you know, like, they're like, yeah, do it again. And then when someone on the left does something like that, oh, what happened to the tolerant left? Right. Well, right? Yeah, you yeah. hear that shit. Right. The other thing would be like. That's right, enough of being tolerant, right. I think. Well, it, 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 if. Somebody on the left said, oh, you know, the, the compass care attack in Buffalo was a false flag. People would go nuts. And Carl Paladino is a leading candidate for a member of Congress. Right. I mean, it, what, I, don't, what, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Right, we're, done. we're done. We're, we're, we're done with that. Come on, help right. us brighten the right. mood. You're yeah. a positive I'll, vibes guy. I'll, help I'll, us I'll, out. I'll, I'll brighten the mood. I'll brighten okay. the mood. Uh, last thing. Um, we were, Snake, we went to our park last night. Hell yeah. Um, Saw Bonnie Bear, uh, absolutely ten out of ten, five stars, completely fucking knocked it bon- out. Boniver was great, and to the two people talking behind me the entire time, why did you buy tickets to that fucking concert? They were talking behind you. The oh my time? god, loud as they could be. Is that why you left early? Yes. It, uh, oh my god, I couldn't. I take saw it you. Anymore. I saw you leave. I couldn't fucking take it. It was anymore. that bad. You could go anywhere in the world, get fucked up, and talk the entire night. But you spent money on concert tickets to fucking do it. Oh, rough, Anyway, man. but other than that, let's but, keep the mood positive. Well, you know positive, where, you know where okay. they, they should come and talk the entire time? Yeah. Uh, uh, sign-ups, I think, are up now uh, online. Uh, Buffalo Eats is doing a hot dog eating contest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sign up. There, it's. I think it's like only eight mm. people are going to be chosen. So Is Joey, Te- Joey Chestnut going to be there? Uh, Kobayashi? Kobayashi? Yeah, Kobayashi. Kobayashi, that's right, right. yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure who special is going to be there. Uh, maybe like your mayor Byron Brown uh, <laughs> <laughs> hiding behind a hot dog. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Do do the hot dog eating contest and um, you know fill your face and yeah. That's a new, that's something we can come up with. Where's Byron? Where's Byron? You know, book of Where's Byron? Maybe he should run in the New York 23rd. Oh, oh that'd be awesome, dude. That'd be so good. Mm-hmm. I would. I would love to see that. To just Carl gets so mad. A two Byron. <laughs> oh man! If only. If only. All right, guys. That's your square podcast for this week. Thanks for joining. Yeah, Later. Thanks.